Welcome to On the Brink, a fresh lens to take you and your business to new heights. Hi, I'm Andy Simon, your host and your guide. And remember, my job is to help you get off the brink. So today, I like to bring you wonderful people to help you see, feel, and think in new ways as well. I have Maya Hewitt here. Maya is an author of a new book, and she'll tell you about it. But I do think the interesting part about today is how all of our new books are here to help you do things differently. So I'm going to take a second and promote mine. Rethink, Smashing the Myths of Women in Business, it's for you, all the women, was just came out. And it's a book about 11 women, including myself, who were refused to stay put. They didn't let the hurdles or the glass ceilings or the brick walls stop them. Their job was to smash through and make things happen. Mia is going to tell you about how she's done the same. So a little bit more about Mia. She's a co-owned and operated multiple seven-figure businesses. She'll tell you a little bit about them. She's an international speaker, I hope remotely today, best-selling author and a world-class business coach and the founder of Aligned Intelligence. What's so interesting to me, it's a little bit about her background, she'll tell you that she has brought together her insights from helping people across the globe in many ways, understand what's holding them back. Her book, Meant for More, I'll let her pull it up so you can see it if you're watching. It's a good-looking cover, Meant for More. The subtitle is How to Stop Secretly Struggling and Be Free to Reckon with Yourself. I think I have the title half right. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Um, But we'll go over the book because I do think there's a time for us to stop, mm, stop holding us back. And are we meant for more? My work is on how to become the best you can be. Mm. Mia's is as well. Mia, thank you for joining me today. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me, Andy. We're going to have so much fun. Mia wants to do 30 podcasts a year. I'm delighted I'm one of them for her. But I want her to tell your her the, I want you to I want her to tell you the story of her own journey. Because in that comes alive all the reasons why her story has to be told. So who's Mia? You and and what have you done to become the great woman you are? Thank you, Andy. Um, I think think that what people would want to know most about me is that when I was about five years old, I remember playing in my room and I heard my father calling me. And I could tell from the sound of his voice that he meant business. And of all the people that I was afraid of in, in my house, my father was the one who scared me the most because I never knew what was going to set him off. He was this really big personality where he could be super, super funny and gregarious one moment. And the next moment he could just explode. And I never really knew what that was going to be when I was little. So I always felt like I had to walk on eggshells. And I remember this one time where he was like saying to me, you know, I want you to come outside. We're going to spend some time together. And I remember thinking he must have spent time with me because I was you know, my older sister was like the boy he never had in our family. And I was kind of like totally the girl that, you know, he was constantly correcting, wasn't being bold enough. I wasn't doing something else right. So I remember thinking, wow, this is so special. Like he wants to spend time with me. And I went out, we went outside and he says to me, which one is your favorite chicken? And I was like, oh, you know, of course I know what my favorite chicken is because there was this one, her name was Henry Penny, and she used to follow me everywhere. Anytime I came outside, she'd follow me around and always wanted to see what I was doing. I always feed her the little finder worms and feed it to her. Anyway, um, I remember um, him saying as plain as day, 
great. Well, that's the one we're going to kill today. And I remember literally going into confusion, being shocked, like constantly feeling like scrambling. I couldn't make out my words. I was so confused. Um, and I remember hearing someone scream and realizing, oh, no, no, that's me. And then I, inside of that experience, I remember feeling, oh my gosh, I have done something horrible. It's all my fault. I froze and my mind went blank. And that, <laughs> that day, Andy, my life as I knew it changed forever. You see, that day I made a decision that people don't really mean what they say, that you can't really trust anyone, not even your own father, and that the world is n not a safe place. And so I vowed at five years old that I would never let that happen to me again. And I built these walls around myself and I didn't let anyone in for years, even decades. I never knew back then that the walls that I built to protect myself would become my greatest limitations for myself and my business. So the reason I like to share that is because I didn't get that Everywhere in my life I was struggling was coming from that original trauma. Wow. Does that make sense, Andy? Oh, it not only makes sense, but mm. I've had a series of podcasts. Yeah. I, they all start out the same way. There's something in that family relationship yeah. growing up yeah. that's profound and sets the stage for how we see the world, live it, and yeah. make things happen, sometimes actually turning it around. You smashed that ceiling, yes. that myth about who you were. I'm yes. just fascinated because you are um, such a success today and you're helping yeah. others do the same. So mm. as you grew up, you're no yeah. longer five. Um, yeah. Between that and grow up time, you somehow got past that experience and right. began to see a different world in a different way. Share with us. Yes. Um, so I would love to say it was that it was like that, but it wasn't. It took me a, a whole lifetime. I didn't understand that was my biggest blind spot. I didn't even know that in my 30s and 40s, because I'm 53 now, I didn't even know that in the beginning of, you know, like my early 40s, I didn't understand how it was. I went on to 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 co-own and build a multi-million dollar company. And I didn't understand then. I was doing it completely out of burnout, completely in survival mode, completely in, you know, um, constantly feeling like um, I have to do this or I'm, you know, there's something wrong with me. I'm not good enough. So what was driving me back then in my first business was completely this whole survival feeling that was coming from a five-year-old experience. I just didn't connect the dots to it. So I didn't know in my 40s and my 30s that that was really at the heart of why I always felt, even after I created this success, I felt like a complete failure. Like on the outside, everybody looked at me and they were like, oh, she has it all. But in the inside, I was constantly feeling like frozen and on eggshells and certain people um, that reminded me that were domineering um, like my father would literally cause me to go into confusion again and I would freeze. It was like the same pattern kept happening to me over and over. But I had been so familiarized with it. I didn't even realize I had a hole in my soul, so to speak, you know, I 
just thought that was just the way it was. So we, I literally went and I spent about a half a million on my own coaching. I've worked with the best in the best of the industry. And I remember this one guy I paid 50 grand to because I thought he could help me figure out why I still felt so inadequate and why I didn't, I, I wasn't, I hadn't felt like I could overcome this internal inadequacy feeling. And I paid him 50,000 and I know he was, he, I was very coachable. I did everything he said to do. And he just got frustrated with me. And because he just, you know, basically in a nutshell, he was just like, well, just don't think that way. And I was like, well, if I could just not think that way, don't you think I would have done it by now? Like, I, I mean, I'm not, I understand this logically, but I didn't get it emotionally. Like, how am I supposed to do that? And I remember him being so frustrated. He said to me, Mia, you just need to go in your room and lock the door and not come out until you figure this out. Oh, you're kidding. No, I'm not. And I remember, Andy, this is when the ghetto side of me comes out. And I was like, you know, I grew up poor. So I, the ghetto side of me, I was like, I didn't need to pay you no freaking $50,000. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how, what in the world is this? But after I was done being really angry, I was so frustrated, so hurt that yet again, there was this promise that somebody's going to be able to help me and nobody could help me. And that was the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. It was the fact that he, the way that he said it, um, I felt so shamed because I couldn't figure this out that I became obsessed. Now I'm not an overnight success. This took me six years to uncover what I do for people in a few seconds to even find the trauma. It takes me a few seconds to find their original trauma. And it's always not the one they think it is. Um, even if they've been to therapy years and years and years, I always find the, the, the correct one. But then it, what I do for people, it took, that took me six years. I help them actually overcome this in eight weeks. Mm -hmm. So that's the key. Like the, the biggest thing is that you can actually really, really heal this and break through because here's the reason why you can't think greater than how you feel. Mm -hmm. You can't think greater than how you feel. So what, like, I think this is the biggest thing that I wish somebody would have told me a long time ago. I'm going to show it on a board because I think it's going to make the biggest difference for people who feel like, have felt like I have felt. But I let's... Remember. Some yeah, of let's this is video, but some of this is audio. So okay. talk us through this. Yeah, yeah, well, I'll talk you through it all. So when we were born, we're born whole, perfect, and complete. Not one baby is born with a self-esteem issue, right? Not one. And so inside of this, this is very young, but when we were really, really young, we felt total harmony within ourselves. We <clears throat> trusted ourselves, others, and the world. And then something happened. I see the most amount of traumas around two years old, two to three, although it can happen maybe a little at four, but the most are around two to three years old around there. I've got a couple 15 months old that I've, I've seen, but in general, so this harmony exists in, within ourselves. We think we are completely whole with one and everything. There is no separation between us and the world. And then something happens. And in that experience that happens, instead of going all the way through the experience and feeling whole, you know, through it, something happens that causes us to, um, like shocks us, confuse us, like causes us to doubt ourselves and begin to question 
ourselves. Now, this happens such a young age. We, we only have a subconscious mind. So this isn't logical. This is happening in the feeling mind. Well, that day, that experience that we had happened to us and the, we didn't know how to process it, we pulled back. This is going to be too strong of a word, but everybody has to feel this. We separated from who we thought we were and we became someone to try to survive our life. That became our ego identity. Mm-hmm. From that day forward, every negative experience has just become more of the same damn pattern. It's the same thing over and over and over again until we heal it. And then what happens to us is then we can create from wholeness. So in sense, it's like we go back home because we come back to the feeling of harmony that was in us before we separated. And that's too strong of a word. It's an internal feeling of feeling alone, different. Somehow there was something wrong with us, not enough. Most people keep looking for it in the mind. I did, you know, so many years of therapy. um, And the reason they couldn't find it there and just there is because that voice that we hear is just a symptom of the deeper underlying root cause. And so this emotional uh, trauma is where we want to heal this first, and then we can free the mind. What happens to every single one of us is this. This is what happens to us. And I would have loved somebody to tell me this. What happens to us is from that experience, we get stuck and sabotage from the feeling mind to the logical mind, and we loop. So meaning I knew what to do logically but I just couldn't do it emotionally. That looping between those two minds of the logical mind and the emotional mind is where we loop back and forth until we understand how to actually bring that together and become one back into alignment with ourselves. And now we can gain tremendous momentum, right? Does that make sense, Andy? Yes. We approach it differently. Yes. We work coaching and we're developing an online program, and we, we've been, I guess we have a dozen coaching clients right now. Yes. Um, we, we work um, with an understanding of your story. Yeah. What is your story? And we, we like you, we believe that the heart is where we decide, mm. and the gut, and they're connected to the brain. They aren't separate. Yeah. 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 And the eyes, you have to see it. And that's why I say you have to see, feel, and then think going to do differently but yeah. i love the way you're articulating it and i want to stay in the world that you're in for our podcast today because whether it's changing the story which is what we work on sure. understanding which part of it you want to keep and which part you have to shed or making it you know i can't tell you how many coaching clients i have who have been i won't say fired by their therapist mm. but the therapist says there's nothing else i can do you have to go do something else yeah and I, i'm i'm laughing because um, we start to work with them and without knowing it within that four or five sessions, you're already seeing a different story and yeah. their, their, their life is a story. So mm. now you have changed your story, which is just brilliant. Um, was there an aha moment that came along that helped you do that? Because the program you have is beautiful and it's yeah. very exciting to listen to it. I want to hear more about it, but was there an epiphany that happened that you said, I'm growing these was it your $50,000 therapist who said, lock yourself up in your room and think differently? 
Is it just the frustration that there was nobody who could help you till you helped yourself? I'm curious about how you came up with this new approach. And then I'll let you tell us a little more about how it works. Please. Yeah. No, I just, I definitely, um, I, I just couldn't, after being so angry, um, I remember, you know, thinking I cannot be the anomaly. Like I cannot be the only person that is constantly struggle. I just couldn't figure out what the pieces were. Um, I think that that was the, that was the one catalyst that paying him, that was like my last person. I had already spent a fortune in my, you know, my whole life and trying to do it, but he was like kind of the, um, the catalyst of going, okay, really, what is this? And then that quest of really, you know, like what, what are the pieces and what really makes this? So for me, um, you know, it's a culmination of several things. Like what we do for people is we heal the trauma that happened in the original trauma. Then we help them free their mind from the negative self-talk. I don't have a a negative voice that runs in my head anymore. I didn't even know that that was possible. If you would have told me that like 10 years ago, 20 years, I'd have thought you were crazy. Um, but I don't have a voice that run a negative voice that runs anymore in my head. So what it allows me to do is to really be present. Um, I don't go into uh, perceptions of reality. I'm able to, you know, completely be in the present. Um, I'm able to process and teach people how to process their emotions because what happened in that trauma every, and I want to share just for anyone listening, it doesn't have to be like mine. Cause I get a lot of people who say, um, but yeah, I don't think I have a trauma. I had a great parent. I had great childhood. I had this one guy recently um, who stands out to me really well because he didn't, he didn't think he had a trauma. And so he came to me and what his struggle was as an entrepreneur is he would make money and then lose money, make money and lose money. He never seemed to be able to keep his money and grow wealth. Right. And so, um, when I took, you know, when I helped him find his trauma, what his was that he didn't remember until I showed him how is when he was about four years old, he had come home from preschool and he was like, daddy, daddy, look, I colored inside the lines. And he was so excited and he was expecting his dad to be like over the moon about it. Um, and basically his dad just looked at the, the drawing and said, oh, well, I guess you don't have much of an imagination. <laughs> now that's all he said. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it didn't have to be this big trauma. Like it's not this big thing that needs to happen. But for that little boy, that it's was devastating. That, that defined him for the moment. His that defined his life. From that day forward, he he made a decision. Wow. I must not have this imagination thing, whatever that is. I must not have something I need. I have to find what that is. I have to figure this out. There's something wrong with me. And so his whole life he spent in search of trying to find something outside of him that could make him whole again, right? In order to gain back the love he felt he lost from his father, Wow. Which is, you know, he had never lost it at all. Like it was just fascinating. Fathers and fathers, they don't know how a little yeah. sentence like that can craft a yeah. whole identity and a perception of oneself. Totally, totally. As you work with folks, yeah. I mean, is there, I mean, this is, you know, a, a great opportunity if you'd like to share a bit of the process. So if folks are thinking, man, I could use me, I'm, 
how could I, I think about it? But uh, tell them a little bit more about the process, if you'd like, uh, yeah. about how it works and why yours is so effective in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Regardless of who you are, entrepreneurs yeah. seem to be one of your biggest areas, right? Yeah, I, I only work with entrepreneurs um, inside of this because I I'm, I grew up poor, and so I actually love I understand business like the back of my hand, and I actually love helping people who have not made money to really make a lot of money, as much money as they want. So that really fulfills me. So I work with entrepreneurs that struggle like this because once we heal this and get it out of the way, now I can show them the strategies that they can apply based on their story and what the lifestyle they want to live based on um, what Ascension model would work for them. And now I can help them, you know, really scale. So I, I really enjoy those pieces. But basically what we do, um, it's not the one thing that I'm going to do, but what I have found, and I'm going to put, I'm going to really dumb this down into a, like a recipe. If we had never, if you wanted to bake an apple pie and you'd never baked an apple pie before, it's not enough to know that you need apples. Like just the fact that you have awareness that you need apples will not get you an apple pie. Well, it's very much like this process. Knowing your original trauma will not actually heal you or free you from the trauma. Awareness is not enough to get a result. That's the one big key I wish people would really understand. It's not in the awareness. What has to happen and why it takes us eight weeks is it's a recipe. So awareness is the first piece. We do need to understand where this is coming from. But now we have to take that awareness, be able to clear the misunderstandings and misconceptions, be able to then apply on purpose what the truth is, and then have new experiences. And then the results are given because the new results come as a result of new experiences. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the ingredients that I like to put into this pie that I know, you know, guarantees the result, because I do guarantee the result because I understand it so well, is when we heal the trauma, free the, neg the mind from negative self-talk, when we show them how to process their emotions so that they no longer are afraid of anything and are able to come into alignment themselves. So they, they learn the skills and the tools when they are no longer afraid of people's opinions and judgments, when they know how to use their voice, stay in power, regardless of a disagreement or a conflict, when they know how to make decisions effectively from clarity, when they know how to trust themselves again, and then listen to their intuition and create from flow and ease when they clear their money blocks. And so that they no longer have any kind of attachment or less than two money. Well, the culmination of these ingredients, not as a concept, but when they have these as a living, breathing experiences, the, the results are natural. They, yeah. Now a word from our sponsors. Simon Associates Management Consultants. Simon Associates is us, and we love to help you see, feel, and think in new ways to help you and your business grow. We specialize in applying the tools and methods of anthropology, but we're also entrepreneurs and business builders, and we like to share our experience and expertise with you. So if you're stalled or stuck or starting up, give us a buzz and let's see if we can help you as well. You can learn all about us at simonassociates.net. And read my book, learn about it at andysimon.com. 
is a free chapter you can download and a toolkit you'll find very helpful. We're on Amazon and you can buy it as a book, an ebook, or even an audible that I recorded myself. We look forward to hearing from you at simonassociates.net. Info at simonassociates.net is right to us. Now back to our podcast. What's so great about it is that you can help people transform themselves yeah. in a way that they can now, um, they're meant for more. Yeah. And I do think that is what's holding people back yeah. is the confidence, but the new story that all of a sudden they can now see themselves as successful mm. and no longer are the old traumas that they're not creative, let go and redefine what that story is. How exciting. You were looking at sort of close to our ending here. Yeah. I'm going to ask our speaker and share one or two or three things that you want the listener to remember, because they often remember the end even better. But this has been a fascinating conversation with Mia Hewitt, because Mia has a program that helps you see, feel, and think in new ways. And so Mm. a couple of things you don't want them to forget. Sure. I think the biggest thing that I wish somebody would have said to me and helped me understood is, you know, your ego is not your enemy. Um, it actually is what we created and we forgot we created it in order to survive something we didn't think we were capable of being with. That would be the first thing. The second thing is what's stopping you is your biggest blind spot of your entire life. Because when this happened, you didn't have a conscious mind. You only had a subconscious mind. So you it's not that you were logically deducing these decisions. You did it unconsciously. And so that's really important because we need to look lovingly and not judge the little girl or the little boy in you that created these decisions. She or he was doing the best they know how. (laughs) And the third thing I would say is that you don't, this doesn't have to be this way. Um, if, If it can work for me who grew up poor and um, have completely freed it. Not not only me, but hundreds of people that I've helped. It can also work for anyone and it can work for you. So I think the biggest thing is that letting people know that freedom happens when we have non-attachment, non-judgment, and non-resistance. This is terrific. Um, The book is available where? Yeah. Um, You can get it on Amazon, but you can also get it for free. If you want the paperback, get it on Amazon. But also you can get it for free if you, you know, you can just literally, I'll give you the site. It's called, and I know you'll put it in the show notes, but it's called Mia meant for more book.com. And all you have to do is enter the password because it's for free on that site only and under a password. And the password is one word. It's free book with a capital F. So free book with a capital F, all one word. And it's called Mia meant for more book.com. And you can just pick it up for free. It's a downloadable PDF. Um, and I'd love to hear your thoughts and what you uncover for yourself. Cause it, it's a story. So it takes you back to ask those questions to yourself through the story so that you can uncover your biggest blind spot. Don't you love it? Yeah. Well, I love it. I love today's conversation. It is interesting the different ways that we are developing approaches to help people help themselves become the best that they can be. And that's what we've been talking about today. So I've had Mia Hewitt here with me. For those of you who are watching, Mia has given us a wonderful and illustrative um, discussion about uh, how to transform ourselves. What what were the, the things that really traumatized us but we didn't know about and how do we let ourselves go? For those of you who are listening, it's always a pleasure 
Thanks for coming to On the Brink, a fresh lens to take your business and you to new heights. I hope we've helped you see things through a fresh lens today because it is your time, your moment to really move forward in brand new ways. Um, This has been a very difficult time. Everybody's unsettled, unclear, uncertain. Our brains hate that. On the other hand, you are creative. And I don't care if you drew inside those boxes or not. There's a creative moment. I used to say, if you want to change, have a crisis or create one. I didn't expect this crisis. And even as we're coming out of it, everyone is really unsure about, do I go back into the office or don't I? Do I grow my business the way I thought? A lot of entrepreneurs and Mia loves to work with them. And I love to work with you. Your emails are terrific. Info at andysimon.com gets right to me. And I love your thoughts, ideas about other people and a great way to help you. See, feel, and think in new ways. My new book, Rethink, Smashing the Myths of Women in Business, is available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all your local booksellers. And the Audible is out, as well as the ebook and the hardcover. And I just love doing our podcasts. So thanks for joining me. Stay well. Smile. Have a great day. Bye.